0: Welcome back to the Act Two Podcast, a podcast for the real-life working screenwriter. I'm Tasha Hugh.
1: And I'm Josh Hallman. And uh, (laughs) Tasha's looking at me like it's my turn to talk.
0: (laughs) As a reminder, Act Two is a network and support group for the everyday working screenwriter, of which this podcast is just one of the things that we do. So thank you for joining us here. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast, rate us, comment. Honestly, emails are our favorite part. I know we say this every every time, but every week we get something new and it's it's lovely.
1: Yeah, they're great.
0: Josh is constantly like texting me uh, yeah. new emails that we get. And it's always really interesting yeah. and insightful and hopeful and all of the things
1: that yeah. keep us going. I'm making a conscious effort to check the emails more often because sometimes, you know, you try not to procrastinate throughout the day. You put your phone aside, you're writing. But now I'm like, you're just refreshing every couple minutes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so please email Josh. <laughs> please.
1: <laughs> please. <laughs> I need I need to talk to someone throughout the day because I can't figure out a <laughs>
0: Slowly, lonely life.
1: <laughs> and then the email comes in. I'm like, oh, that's a nice one. And then I screen grab it and I send it to Tasha. <laughs> Oh, they're not criticizing. All right, cool.
0: Oh, <laughs> they don't hate us yet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so far, so good. Anyway, big day today?
0: I think it's a it's a big day. I don't know if we say that every day, but <laughs> every day's a big day.
1: Yeah. This is the best day.
0: But today we're talking about like our favorite topic, <laughs> which is our yeah. writers' group. <laughs> so
1: this is actually kinda of, this is it's kind of crazy because actually it stemmed from an email that we got asking us about our writers group. And we've actually heard this through other writers. People are now forming their groups. Like people have, not because of this podcast, but people have formed writers groups, but we've gotten emails. You don't know that. Uh, maybe. Okay, yeah, <laughs> sure. And because of the podcast. <laughs> and um, we've ne- then gotten specifics about the formation of our writers group and just in general how the operator ri- writers group. Because I think to us, it's just normal, but it's, it is kind of foreign if you've never been in one before.
0: Yeah. And I think the way ours started was particular and I think unusual, maybe in some ways. So to start one from scratch in a different way than we did, I think might be harder. Mm -hmm. So uh, these questions make a lot of sense because I, I think whenever you talk to writers who are struggling with a writer's group, they maybe are in one and they hate it or they've been in one and it fell apart. It, we're going to kind of address those, those issues and how we've overcome them. Cause we've been a writer's group for something like 11 or 12 years now, I think 11 years, maybe. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's, been, it's been a stretch. I think 2009 is when we started.
1: Oh my God.
0: You can't do math, but that's a long time. Here,
1: Here's the other thing. Well, I, I, I'm not great at math either, but I do know that's longer than like 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> um, um. um Here's the other thing. I feel like we've t- we've, we both have, can't believe it. This is like the Mandela effect, right? Like yeah. I know we've talked about writer's gr- I thought we talked about this at some point, but then we looked back yeah. at all the episodes and there's not a writer's group episode. Yeah. But maybe we just talked about it so often.
0: We definitely did it. But anyway. Yeah.
1: Anyway.
0: Yeah. Maybe it's buried in another episode. And because we just talk about it. (laughs) We can't stop ourselves. (laughs) But we're doing it specifically now. We're going to talk about how we formed. We're going to talk about what each week looks like, sort of really specifically how we give notes, and how also we avoid some of the pitfalls that a lot of writers' groups fall into. But before we do that, we're going to do This Week in Writing.
1: This Week in Writing... It's um, my favorite thing. Me too, because I hear it in my head. I hear Paul's voice <laughs> in my head. Um, all right, Tasha, how do you feel about the term execution dependent?
0: Uh, right now, my heart just like leapt into my throat when you said it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I hate it. Okay. It's stupid. It's something a writer would never say.
1: So, just so we're on the same page here. Execution-dependent is a term that gets used, I feel like, probably a little too often. It gets used with writers often, where when you present an idea to someone, and maybe that idea isn't the newest idea. It's not like you're, you've just, you know, gave the logline for a new Back to the Future movie. It's something that's familiar, but you're trying to kind of do your own take on it. And then an, a manager, a producer, an executive will be like, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, it's good. I mean, it's execution dependent. And, and and you hear this term a lot. I feel like mm-hmm. when you're a writer and I'm bringing this up because I had a new idea that I brought up to some people in my life mm-hmm. and someone had said to me, yeah, I mean, it's execution dependent to which I want to scream. No shit. Everything is execution dependent. Sorry, I just yelled in the microphone. Everything is execution dependent. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Do we need to get rid of this term?
0: I struggle because I both get it and hate it at the same time. Because let's just say, I don't want to name names here, but a giant action franchise with lots of cars and big fancy action sequences can kind of just be what it is. That's not really... (sighs) action or sorry execution dependent Mm -hmm. i kind of feel like anyone could write those movies that i'm not naming here (laughs) and 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 they they are what they are they're they're going to be part of the franchise and feel like they're part of the franchise but wow Wow. if you do something that's i'm obviously generalizing and i know those movies are a lot harder (laughs) That I am making them out to seem. Okay, yeah. I'm generalizing for the sake of this argument.
1: Yeah, and by the way, th- those movies may or may not be about family, and <laughs> you better be, you better be careful. Cause
0: <laughs> small tangent. The new trailer is terrible, but the um, the the Jason Momoa lines in it are really good. Yeah, I don't know if you. They're they're really good. Like if if you're so I don't, I'm not gonna I'm gonna butcher it, but it's yeah. like you're so big on family. Like, <laughs> the problem is who you're going to choose and he like kidnaps his son. And is he going to go after his wife? I don't know if he's married. That's uh, yeah. a great line. It's, a, it's about theme. It's great. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, but there's that version. And then all basically, Josh, I get this all the time from my manager. That's execution dependent in it. Whew. You can feel it. It's visceral. It's a visceral feeling because my ideas are never concept driven.
1: Yeah. It's never
0: like, Oh, that's so obvious. A, a teenager goes back in time to make sure that his parents meet so that his future exists. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's an obvious, like, I get that immediately. But I feel like I definitely come up with things that, log lines that are not as simple and seemingly self-explanatory. And so I always get, it depends on how you write that. Like, yeah. it could be good, Tasha. It could be bad. But also, yes, that applies to everything. So it's super frustrating, but I understand where it comes from.
1: No, no, no. I hate
0: I, the term. I don't know.
1: I, I fully understand where it comes from, also. But yeah, you're right. I, I get where it comes from. I, I understand why my manager would say it or someone else would say it. But it is just a little frustrating because it really seems like like literally everything is execution dependent. And it's, so on on one hand, it's kind of a cop out. On another hand, it makes total sense. And I'm going to use, I mean, I've used the term before. Mm -hmm. I've caught myself. But when it happens to you.
0: Yeah, I think it's also, I I think it is a cop out because I've I've been, as you're talking, I'm thinking about how we would handle this in the writers group on theme. Um, And if we, because oftentimes we'll pitch ideas, just we have a log line and that's what we're submitting this week. And I don't think any of us have ever said that's execution dependent because that is throwing your hands up and saying, I don't know how you're going to do this, but good luck. Yeah. That's kind of what it, it means to me. So instead in writer's group, we'll, we'll poke at it. We'll be like, oh, that's interesting. Like, where did this idea come from for you? What inspired you? How can we figure out what that story is so that it's yeah. undeniable? Another term that I kind of hate. Yeah. (laughs) Um, That it's so good. And and I can really make make it so that when you start to sit down and actually write this thing, you're going to kill it. That's kind of what our process is. But for someone to say that's execution dependent, good luck, is basically saying, I don't see it, but go ahead. Totally. It's dismissive. So that's probably why you felt that way.
1: Yeah. And yeah, everything is execution dependent. But okay, let's move on.
0: Okay. The D&D movie, Unseated... John Wick Four is the top movie with a weekend opener of thirty-eight point five million dollars, wow. which I think is low, but probably good for this era that we're in.
1: Wow! Just breaking out the newsies. Just
0: I'm just it's a new it's a newsie this week in writing, and just... I just want to say, as a giant nerd working on a D and D show, this made me very very happy. You went to go see it. it I traumatized did. your daughter.
1: It did. Yes, I actually have a quick story. Can I tell you? Please. Yes. So we went to the AMC Theater in Century City, these awesome theaters, and I'm just talking to my daughter Amelia. I'm walking in, Nicole was behind me, not paying any attention, and I'm taking Amelia. We walk into the theater, and I'm like, I hear like the movie had started. I was like, what the heck? The movie didn't start. Like, I knew it didn't, but I heard something. I was like, okay, maybe it's trailers. And then we turn the corner, and I hear bow, 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 bow. And I was like, what the fuck? We walked into John Wick 4.
0: Oh!
1: And my daughter was like, "What?" I was like, "Oh, next, <laughs> next theater." Oh, so, shit. so we ran out, and then I did take her to go see Dungeons and Dragons. I loved it. I freaking loved it. I thought Chris Pine kept it together. Yeah, he was he like did a great job. It, it was it was so much fun. I just loved the movie.
0: You know, it's so hard to do d and D movie or show or anything really because. It's such a huge giant world, and it's so easy to like not respect the magic and and the the way that the world functions. But I think they did a really good job at making it feel like a genuine movie where you're not just feeling like the magic is thrown in or like the monsters are just thrown in. Like everything feels like it has a purpose, it's organic, it mm-hmm. tells a story, it furthers the story. Um, it's just so. Good.
1: Yeah, it had good world building, and, yeah. and it, it actually kind of thought of that when—it's just those little things. Like, they went to huts where they kind of had, like, hobbit people and stuff like that mm-hmm. where you just kind of are passing through. No one really looks the same. Mm-hmm. Some creatures are just kind of roaming the streets, and I feel like that's really important to fantasy movies yeah. like that. And it wasn't too—and it was, like, topical. I mean, it was, like, very—like, like Chris Pine was— just joking around, which was yeah. important to me as someone who doesn't play D anD D every yeah, weekend.
0: Yeah, he, he keeps the movie together in a really great way. He's a good entry point into it.
1: I feel like you—you actually don't mean that.
0: No, I do. I do mean that. I think he. I was very skeptical and was happily surprised how how well he carried that movie. Okay, he so it.
1: at any point in the movie, where did you come in skeptical, or did you come in? Oh, yeah. Okay. And oh, then it, yeah. at I at thought what point, it was going
0: to be so cheesy, so terrible, so fake. I thought I was going to feel offended as a lover of D&D.
1: Really? And then you yeah. weren't. You felt like, no. like.
0: I felt seen, Josh.
1: You, you did. Okay. That's what I was wondering. <laughs> I have one more little thing about movies, and this is not a, this week in writing, but maybe it is. Okay. Trailers. Too long. My movie started at one forty-five. The movie actually started at 2.09. I clocked it. I mean, it. this
0: has been a problem for like over a decade. Yeah, this is, this is least. bad.
1: This is bad, but anyway.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We okay. Can, we can move on. I wanted to talk about the Paramount Writers Mentoring Program because the submissions are open now to join this, I think through May, I believe. April 1st to May 1st are the submissions. So get on that stat. Um, You can go to paramount.com backslash writers-mentoring-program. I'd actually never heard of this until very recently, but it is in its 19th year. So um, yeah, I just missed this one. Um, And I think it's very interesting because similar to our mentorship program at Act Two, it's less about the writing specifically though that's definitely part of it, but more about mentoring you as um, you embark on your career. So it's really kind of a a career mentorship and they pair you with an executive at Paramount and you do write a new writing sample. So you'll write a new spec. Um, That's that's part of it. But you know, once a week you attend a workshop meeting with showrunners or other industry people like Agents, managers, development executives, uh, I already said showrunners. They also do a half-day mock writer's room to see what it's like to be in that actual space and to participate in that. And I think that's really, really awesome and something we are considering doing in future when we uh, launch our pa- Patreon.
1: Yeah. I'm a little um, sad I've never done this. Like, I wish I kind of...
0: I know. it's. It sounds It sounds super cool. Um, so check it out. It's a lot of um i was seeing a lot of people on twitter saying that this is how they got their start as a screenwriter so it's just another avenue for you to pursue to try to break into the industry so check it out
1: hmm. i love that okay me too should we submit
0: let's do it i want i want mentorship <laughs>
1: that'd be great
0: someone please take me under their wing <laughs>
1: just, just tell me what to do <laughs> um i just have one last thing yeah uh, I don't know if you have anything else but I you're gonna have one more okay good you're gonna hate what I'm about to say oh god so I'm working on something with my friend Kai which we've been working on forever mm-hmm. a script
0: I already know where this is
1: going I don't think you do maybe okay. you do if you do I'm gonna be shocked and so <laughs> we love this idea Kai and I we've had this sh- we did a short film together and we've been kicking around the the feature version of it forever but both of us always just like, he gets busy, I get busy. We come back, we come away, whatever. So he calls me the other day. He's like, okay, we talked about the idea. We, we latched onto something and he was like, we have to write this. I, why aren't we writing this? And I was like, you're right, Kai. Let's, let's just hunker down. You take the first pass of the beats. Give it to me. I'll do another pass. I'll send it back to you. And he was like, but we need to stay on it. How can we do this with each other? Because we always get off track. So I was like, Kai, what kind of like individual are you? Like, are you a person who needs like positive reinforcement or are you kind of like the hurry up and finish this shit type of person? So we talked about that and we both realized that we're both kind of like the negative reinforcement type people. Mm. And so now Kai and I are sending messages to each other that are borderline disparaging of like, (laughs) you fucking failure, (laughs) finish the outline. And it's been helpful. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I sent him a message the other day that was like, you're letting everyone down.
0: (laughs) Shit. I mean, this is coming from you who wanted to start a service for writers where if you missed your deadline, someone (laughs) would knock on your door and kick you in the balls.
1: (laughs) There has to be something that holds you accountable when you're writing a spec. There has to be. You can make up so many excuses. That's not the healthiest route. I know that, but it helps.
0: I mean, you know, you do you. Whatever it takes Okay. to get that script done, I support you.
1: <laughs> I'll be in therapy. <laughs> but you know what? We're going to finish uh, the script after all.
0: All right. I can't wait to read it. And I have one last thing. It's small, but mighty. Oh. You and I both watched an interview that Miles Teller gave where he was speaking in support of Tom Cruise deserving an Oscar for Maverick yeah. because of all the work he puts in to do the myriad of things that no sane person could do. And we know this from all the Mission Impossibles. The stuff that Tom Cruise learns how to do, puts his body through to entertain us as mm-hmm. much like a wrestler
1: mm. in WrestleMania. Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> when you and I talked on the podcast about Tom Cruise winning an Oscar for Maverick, I said, no way. Mm -hmm. That's ridiculous. It's Uh absurd. And yet Miles Teller comes in with a very strong argument about how we give Oscars to actors for, you know, all the hard work they put in to lose weight, gain weight for a role to really become that person usually in a biopic or something like that right like all the work they put in this is what the oscar is for to honor that hard work and yet nobody is honoring tom cruise's hard work except through millions and millions and millions of dollars (laughs) but where is his oscar and i just want to talk about that
1: do you Listen, think that's a valid point? Oh, it's 100% a valid point. I felt like he should have won the Oscar for Maverick. This is someone who's, I love Tom Cruise. I, <laughs> I, I think he should win an Academy Award every time he puts out a Mission Impossible movie. I, it's a very valid point. He's, he's making things look effortless. And yeah. you're watching these crazy stunts where he's acting. And yeah, it's a valid point.
0: It's an interesting point because I always really thought that Oscars were for a effort into playing a dramatic role so that like you're you're like, take, how do I even how do you even like, quantify what that is? It's you're taken it's, to a different character like you, that c- actor disappears as a person mm-hmm. and becomes this character. But fucking Tom Cruise becomes but Tom Cruise is Maverick is the thing that is his personality. He just is Maverick. Yeah. and he just flies a plane.
1: No, I see what you're saying, but maybe that's the trick. Is the trick is that the Academy Awards have tricked people into thinking that's what acting is, like that's mm, dramatic that's acting.
0: A very valid point.
1: But um, I mean, listen, there's a lot of problems with the Academy Awards if you really like kind of break it down and like who gets nominated, this and that. But what Teller is saying is, yeah, it's completely true. He, he makes everything look effortless. It's great. Okay. I'm I in
0: support of, of Tom Cruise winning an Oscar for his action movies then.
1: That's like all I've ever wanted to hear.
0: <laughs> Podcast over.
1: <laughs> That's it. We're done. <laughs> I like these topics this, this week's in writings we had today. Yours were yeah. thoughtful. Mine were just me venting.
0: <laughs> I love those. They're equally valid. <laughs> Much like Tom Cruise.
1: Too many trailers. All right. Let's go.
0: All right, writer's group. Here we what go. What is it, Joshua? What is it? Well, What is a, a writer's group?
1: A writer's group is a collection of writers that get together and we submit our screenplays or treatments or log lines or ideas, and we talk about it. In the group, we all form the idea to make it better, hopefully. That's what it is. The idea is to make your script better. With, Is that, a,
0: with a group of peers who are gr- kind to you and encouraging and don't want to kick you in the balls. Yeah. Well, sometimes it feels like you got kicked in the balls when you leave.
1: Although sometimes there's a lot. and it's, a lot. A, it's an emotional drain. Yeah, where do we begin?
0: Let's take us back to 2009 and how we met as a writer's group.
1: Right. Did- I'm having did- so did- much deja vu right now.
0: It's really weird. If you if you guys have actually heard our writer's group podcast, please send us the link to it.
1: Um, our group started in a very strange way. Uh, it started through a woman who was working for the Mark Gordon Company, and the woman started a group called Script It, and it was a monthly service where you signed up for it, and they kind of curated the groups for you. So you and I met through another woman who put a group together.
0: Yeah. They were assistants at Mark Gordon and their whole pitch for scripted. Cause you had to pay for it. I think it was like 25 bucks a session. And each session was, I think maybe like six months or four months. They, they broke it up that way. So, I mean, yeah. it was a, it was a good side hustle that they had going. It was great. So they're assistants at, at Mark Gordon and they had you pay $25 a session and you would fill out a questionnaire. And the questioner would say things like, what part of town are you in? What kind of genre do you like to work on? How often can you meet? And then they would, how they earned their 25 bucks was they would go through all these questionnaires and and pair you together with who they thought was best. And their kind of carrot and the reason why you wanted to pay 25 bucks to do this was not only because you were getting paired with other writers and that's so hard to do on your own, um, but they said, if you finish a screenplay from start to finish within this four-month session, then we will pass your script along to the development executive at Mark Gordon. So not only was it writers group, which you've been craving, but it was a foot in the door potentially. Yeah. Now, I never did this. I never got my script to Mark Gordon. Did you ever get a script into Mark Gordon?
1: No, I did not get a script into Mark Gordon. I feel like they, they lied to us.
0: Yeah. I don't know if I actually finished one in four months either, though. I feel like I just maybe had parts of one.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think so either. I think um, it does sound familiar, though, that they did read it. Like I, I think we knew people in the group that ended up submitting and Mark Gordon, someone read it, maybe they passed. But yeah. to be honest with you, Looking back, I mean, who there's probably nothing that stopped them from reading the script and just being like, Yeah, everyone in the office read it and we passed on it. So sure. go yeah. with God.
0: But it's it is a it is a great kind of I'll scratch your back if you scratch mine because it is sort of a free opportunity, well not free, they're making money off of it, to get potentially like to find the the newest, greatest writer potentially yeah. in one of these groups and to look like a hero to one of their bosses. So it's a, it was a fantastic idea that, I guess, never paid off. Maybe they got too busy or something. But basically, we realized, why are we paying 25 bucks every four months to meet? Especially when we were really poor, because we were just assistants or just starting out or even interns at the time. And uh, why don't we just sort of, we like our group, we'll just meet on our own. So that's what we started to do. And then Josh and I and Dave were the core, right? We three met first.
1: So I gotta, f- I have to find out. I know you and I were in a group with another guy, Matt, and then Matt, mm-hmm. I thought might have brought in Dave, like brought in Dave immediately, yeah. maybe. Okay, who's in a bad group? Have to find out. Got to do a fact yeah. check. But the point is, yeah. the three of us have been together for twenty years.
0: Wait, <laughs> twenty <laughs> years, right? <laughs> Don't do me like that.
1: <laughs> for, for a long time. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, that's how we met, and we would meet at. At uh, an IHOP mm-hmm. on Hauser and Wilshire. It mm-hmm. was amazing. Fernando nice. was our waiter. It was great.
1: Fernando, if you're listening, we've been looking for you.
0: <laughs> we miss you, Fernando. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's, that's kind of how, how it started. And so well, the reason why I say like me, Dave, and, and Josh were, were the core is because we've had a lot of... Writers kind of come in and out. We, we tend to keep about a five-person, six-max group. Six feels like it's too much. So um, people have come in and out that way. And, and usually they'll come in and out because they sort of don't fit in anymore.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and, and we kind of gently kind of, for lack of a better term, I guess push them out. Because part of what we're going to talk about today is that writers' group is a very sacred thing and like Josh said emotions can run high this is very I mean this is how our careers move forward is notes that we get from writers group is this project good or bad can I show it to producer or can't I is it ready to submit or not and these are really important things that we have to share and talk about and they can often be extremely personal Mm -hmm. and so if you have someone in the group whose personality doesn't work with the rest of the group then it can really be detrimental. It can make people not want to show up. It can make people check out as soon as that person gives notes. And you can just see the group starting to deteriorate if the personalities just aren't working together. Yeah. And so it is actually really important to curate your writer's group in a very particular way, which is why Script it was great. Even though they couldn't really you know, determine personalities from that questionnaire, they could at least make sure you're lined up in terms of your goals and, and what you're writing. So that's kind of how, that's how we started. That's, that's, that's
1: how we started, sorry. yeah. And then just to, to go from there, yeah, now we've been together now, the, it's, the, the core of us now have been years. And then obviously we just had someone join, but uh, yeah, we stuck together, which I think is really, really important because like you were just saying, you, you earn the trust of each other and you don't feel embarrassed saying things that otherwise are kind of embarrassing questions if you're talking to someone who doesn't really understand.
0: Yeah. And there's also a lot of, you hear a lot of cases of writers who are very defensive and then aggressive. So aggressive in their notes giving and then defensive in their notes taking. And that can be really detrimental to the group. And we've definitely had people like that as well, where it becomes a fight and like, it's no, it's no longer enjoyable to go again. It makes you feel like you don't want to go. So those people can be kind of really problematic. Also, if you're not writing some of the same things, like I would say we all have very different genres in our writer's group. Mm-hmm. But at the core, we all care about character. We all care about the marketability of a script and structure. Like the things that we care about in a, within a script are all the same. If, but if you have someone who say, I just want this to be marketable and I don't give a shit about character, That's tough too, because we, well, then what do we comment on? I guess it's fine, go sell it then, (laughs) good good luck with you. So you want people who I guess have the similar sort of priorities, I guess, in their writing as well. So that's, I'm saying that only because that's how we've sort of gauged who we let into the group and who we don't let into the group. But before we get into kind of problems and how we overcame them, I guess, (laughs) let's look at how the group looks on a week to week basis.
1: Yeah, so we meet every two weeks. What I think is important to say is that not everybody submits every two weeks. That doesn't happen. Like we go through, sometimes people go through stretches of not submitting and that's because maybe they're in between projects. They're trying to figure something out. They're not ready to submit. Maybe they're working on something that just doesn't align with the group, which happens, you're in a writer's room, whatever. Like the point being is I think it's key to state that not everybody is submitting every two weeks.
0: Yes. So yeah, every, every two weeks we meet and I think it is important to allow people to not submit. Totally. As long as they're, you're, they're coming to the group regularly. They're still offering really valuable notes and they want to submit. Like we, we don't, for example, kick someone out because they haven't submitted in a few months. I haven't submitted in a while as well. And and it's it, for all the reasons Josh mentioned. And so yeah, we'll meet every two weeks and it could be anything from one submission to all five of us or all six of us submitting. That can get tough because that just takes so many hours, but we do it. That's part of, that's part of the job is if you are in a writer's group, you're committed to delivering the notes and committing yourself to that evening. And we'll usually do it after everyone's done with work. So around 7:30 PM on a Wednesday night is usually when we meet, we meet at a pizza joint Uh, It was nice outside and there's beer to keep you going or in my Mm. case lots of caffeinated drinks and And rosé you're there as long as people need you to be so block that night out and another another thing that can sort of destroy groups is people who Aren't able to commit themselves to that two-week structure. So someone who Look I can only be there for for an hour. Well, why? you knew you know in the calendar literally every two weeks is this group that's something we do by the way so we don't we're not trying to schedule every every week we're trying to work with people's schedules on when this group is going to hit and we don't have to schedule ever we just know that every two weeks on a wednesday night at 7 30 p.m we are meeting
1: yeah
0: um but sometimes rarely but sometimes we don't meet because nobody has anything and i say rarely and that's i think very important because if suddenly you're finding that people aren't submitting and you're not meeting a lot, then that's, that's another problem. And I think yeah. you need to maybe have a writer's group meeting to just get your priorities together and, and keep, your guys, keep yourselves accountable the way that Josh was talking up front in, in his This Week in Writing. I think that becomes extreme, Like, and that's part of why we love writer's group is because it does keep us accountable because we know that every two weeks – I kind of have to submit something to keep us going. Yeah. Right.
1: <laughs> no, totally. And even on like, um, like if it's a spec or something, like I'll have a new idea, an execution-dependent idea, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm just kind of like messing around with it. But then I'm like, oh my god, writers' group is next week. I might as well get this in shape just to submit it and talk to them about it because what's the harm? Like there is no harm. It's just I. And then in that case, you know, I'm kind of veering off here, but what we usually do is we have everyone submit by Sunday in order for us to have group on Wednesday. I -hmm. feel like if it's a feature, sometimes people might do a little earlier. There's always an exception, but um, in that submission I'll send it and be like, Hey guys, this is a new idea I have trying to figure out if there's something here. These are the beats. Don't know what the midpoint is. These are the characters. And you just kind of submit a treatment of, something to discuss. And then you kind of, then I'll put in that email of like what my expectations are from the meeting essentially to kind of maybe, you know, lean in one direction of like, I really want to figure out the first act of this. Can we talk about that?
0: I think that's super smart because another way that writers group can kind of take a pause or get stopped up is if you're too precious about what you're submitting and you really do need to, let go and trust your writer's group enough that you can submit a, r- a rough pass of something. Yeah, um, if, if it's helpful at this stage to get notes, right? Like I, I can see some writers saying, I'm not going to submit this until I think it's perfect. For the writers group because i want to show the writers group that i can write that i'm a good writer um i want to i want to get minimal notes like it almost feels like a lot of writers approach writers group as if it's a contest or a game Mm -hmm. and i think that's definitely the wrong approach for writers group writers group is where you can be messy you can cry and show all your feelings figuratively or literally and that's totally okay it's a safe space you to be really messy because they're going to help you be not messy and present that perfect script to the people who it really matters for, which is people who can pay you, right? Producers, managers who can get you work off of your script. So feel free to come in. And Josh has definitely done this. I've definitely done this (laughs) where you write, you'll write a script. It could be a script or you can treatment and outline, whatever stage is in. We are like, I don't know what this midpoint is. But I think it's something like this. Or I have no fucking clue what this is, all in caps. <laughs> just submit it and we talk about it. And that's that should be the stage that your stuff is at with Writers Group. Yeah. All the way up to being a finished screenplay. I've definitely submitted screenplays that I thought were like super, super done. And I just needed um like a, a final pass before I submit it to my producers. And I've that's also equally valid.
1: And, you know, it's interesting what you said, which I think is a really good point, where it almost takes someone to be sloppy in order to set the precedent of a group yes. to, be, to say, you know what? It's okay to just submit a, a, a brief half page shitty treatment with maybe a good idea here. And you know, like you, you, this is like, Hey Tasha, I have this idea or Hey group, I have this idea and I know it's not great, but I feel like something's there. Can we just talk about this and, and, and just move through it a little bit. And, yeah. and that's acceptable in our group yeah. at least.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because it it breaks that thing open for you. So please feel free to be messy. I think that's another reason why we succeed in our in our group. And in in terms of talking about submissions, so we'll submit anything from a list of log lines, a single log line, even
1: Mm -hmm.
0: through um, just like a, a really rough outline, just, you know, beat by beat in a sort of Outline form. I don't know where (laughs) I was going with that. Um, Or like a treatment. Uh, We've had we've had uh, chapters of novels that people have have been writing. We've had books so like a visual deck that you might submit that has some text in it. We've had that Um, all the way up through full feature scripts and TV pilots. I've pitched to you guys before, so I've done a verbal pitch before. Oh, yeah. We've kind of done pretty much everything. We've also done just acts. Like, hey, I'm just going to bring in my act one or my act three, and I just really need help solving this problem. Um, so please feel free to bring every myriad of thing, because, again, your writer's group is there to help you at every stage of your writing process.
1: I've once submitted the same script over the course of like three years, probably. Oh, my
0: God. Same.
1: I, like once a month, they would always just be like, hey guys, there's this witch script that I just can't crack. And uh, here's the first act again, and again, and again. Yeah. And sometimes we, because I think that, you know, you have to trust your writer's group, we submit things that might be deemed as just kind of private sometimes. I'll just mm-hmm. say this. I mean, I do, so if, if, if I'm working with the producer on something, or if you're working with someone else that's kind of like, you know, the unwritten rule is like, don't let other people see this. You submit yeah. it. To, we submit it to the group. <laughs> I do. And there's a trust factor that no one's going to say anything. Like if there's that, which I yeah. think is really important because if you fort- are fortunate enough to get to a phase where you're doing like studio notes or something and, and you want to nail it, you want to have people you can bounce things off of rather than kind of going in without that, if that made sense. Yeah.
0: That's the thing. You- writing... Particular features is so isolating. Specs, it's all so isolating. It's usually just you. And sometimes you have a manager or an agent you can bounce things off of, but that that can't replace a writer. And so you really do need to find a group where you feel that kind of safety, right? Where you can bounce things off them. You know, they're not going to betray you by sending the script somewhere else or talking about you behind your back to someone else and it's out there so i think you know try and find that don't think that writers groups like this is just how it is you're always going to have that bad apple and you, it's not always a safe place it should absolutely be a safe place and it is possible so um i would aim aim for that
1: i think can we just quickly discuss the delivery of notes how our group works that's
0: definitely the next on the list yes oh was so. it
1: now all right then i guess <laughs> i guess we're on, on the same page i don't even see the list. Just, do you want me to go you were fired up Go. I, I was it's just i was just happy that i didn't need a list to follow <laughs> along on the list
0: <laughs> about our own writers group yeah
1: i got excited all right i'm sorry yeah 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 the, the delivery of notes
0: i mean it's so uh, okay can i just say we're not perfect <laughs>
1: because really last
0: time last <laughs> time i submitted a full script if you recall i went home and i cried well, we were on Zoom still at that point. So I closed the Zoom and then I cried. And I don't really cry. So that, like, we're, we, Jeez, we, have, I we have some work to do. <laughs> it's okay. It was in the past. I'm over it now. But the way you should give notes and the way we try to give notes, but well, we've been together for so long we've stopped doing this. But the way you should give notes is here's, like, five minutes of how much I love what you submitted. And even mm. if you don't love it, find something you did. Even if it's like a line. this You're so funny in this line. Or I really love the structure that you have here. I think it is really working. My notes are going to be more about like page notes or something, but your structure is fantastic. I love your main character. She's so funny. You did such a great job with her. It's things like that. You really have to, because it is, you're so fragile when you come in. You have this smile. <laughs> <laughs> <And> I I <laughs> I'm scared of <laughs> you come into you come into writers group and you're very tender and vulnerable and mm-hmm. you really need your writers group to be like you're amazing buddy don't worry you're awesome we're just gonna we're just gonna make this a little bit better that's yeah. sort of the feeling you want to give every writer as you come into it
1: yeah what <laughs> no 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 you're right I'm, I'm actually just I I don't know why I'm not laughing at the time you cried That's because it's not funny, (laughs) but But I, I, no, I, I am thinking about like, it's, it's weird because I know that you should be giving positive, not you, but we should all be giving positive reinforcements to each other, but I don't do that. And I'm trying to figure out like, it's, this is one of those things where it's like, you don't do something for the people you care about. You just do it to other people. (laughs) And I, I, it's like. Dave will submit something that I love and then I'll just talk about the things that need to be changed for yeah. 20 minutes. And I'm like, oh, but by the way, I really love the script. And it's we like-
0: always do it at the end now. And I think it's just because like you say, we've been together for so long. That we just want to like get in and out right yeah (laughs) no no we know why we're here we're here to give notes so like let's just get in and out but i i am going to make a more concerted effort to go back to how we we were in our heyday which is these are all the things that i love about it and that are working because as we know and as we preach on this podcast knowing the things that are working are just as important as knowing the things that aren't working so that when you do go back to do notes you aren't tweaking and changing the things that are actually really, really working. That's and we true. just had a friend come in as like a guest spot, which we do at our at our writer's group. In our writer's group, if someone says, hey, like a friend of ours who's a writer has something they, they really want some eyes on, but they don't have their own writer's group, we'll have them come in and they'll also read everyone's stuff. So they're, they'll be basically a part of the group fully for that one session. Yeah. And we had him come in and we all loved the thing that he he had it was like a it was basically like a pitch outline of a, of a TV show he had it was great like i talked separately with another a member of the writers group about how much it was yeah. awesome and we were really excited to talk about it and then we sat down and we we forgot that he was a guest <laughs> and we just did how we do which is notes 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 and at the end by the way don't worry we love it But Mm -hmm. by that time, he was, I think, so traumatized by all of the the notes we were giving, which I think were actually small, but felt like a lot because it was just like 45 minutes of us telling him how things can be different. And that's really tough. And um, that's when I realized... we, we we had slipped a little bit into, into a, into a pattern of, of forgetting the good parts at the, at the top.
1: I, the same thing happened to me and it was amazing. I I actually, when I read his submission, I was like, oh, this is great. It's something I would watch. Like, this is amazing. But then that's what happens in group where, you know, and going back to the way that we kind of get into it is, you know, someone I'll submit and then, you know, it's kind of like, okay, who wants to start? And then someone will just kind of kick it off, and then you—you, mm-hmm. you, it's like anything. You kind of get warmed up into, and then and then you start realizing like you bounce off of things. Like Dave will say something, Trent will say something, Sabetti will say something, and then you're all just kind of moving off of each other and and figuring notes out on the you know a, as you're going. So it can seem like a lot sometimes because sometimes yeah. you don't even realize something until someone else says the note.
0: Absolutely, that's definitely part of it. And I guess let's talk about how. How we give notes like that in particular, because we've been Josh and I have both been in a group where the way they did notes was we all sat at a table, you know the person like to the left of the writer who was submitting, yeah gave all of their notes, and then it would move to the next person who gave all of their notes. So by the time it made it to like the last person in the group, pretty much all their notes were gone because right. And no one was allowed to really speak until it was their turn to give notes, which I think. Is not the right way of going about it because as you're saying josh so much about notes it is this fluid process where oh that thing that you just mentioned actually i didn't realize i had that problem too but i was bumping against that and that actually makes me think that a a cool solution to that would be this but i don't know that until i hear you say something josh and so it should feel like a conversation rather than something that's like so scripted and sort of so formatted i think that's how the best stuff gets noted and that is how it works in a writer's room as well and that's how the best tv shows get get going is it's not you can't talk and only you can talk right now it's hey let's have a general discussion about this problem so it's that is how we do it is someone will, will kick it off and we try to stay within that topic right so like if josh is he's kicking it off and he's talking about structure and the structure just really isn't working in this script so then we might all chime in and be like, "Yeah, I kind of had the same problem so that the writer also knows, okay, it wasn't just Josh. Like several people had this structure problem." And then I might add on to Josh's note about the structure with something also structural structurally related. And it's not just, "I had a problem with it." That is a terrible note. Do not just say, "I have a problem with it." I think you need to say, "I I had a problem with the structure, and I think the reason I had a problem with the structure is X, Y, and Z." And Another important piece of writer's group is not to be prescriptive. And this is for giving notes for anyone, right? Say, I had a problem with the structure because I think your midpoint might, might actually be your break into act three. That's just kind of how I felt. And this is why I felt that way Mm -hmm. so that the writer can process how you read his script or her script and what your experience of it is so that they can then go home and say, okay, if they thought the most exciting moment was actually, this break into three, like, and that, that felt like more of my midpoint. I need to relook at what my midpoint is. And, and they can do that hard work when they get home after hearing your thoughts. Now, that being said, I think you can give solutions. And we do give solutions. But it's very much, I think your midpoint is actually your break into three. And maybe something you can do here to fix that is this. But mm-hmm. we never say, we really try not to say, you need to do this to to fix your midpoint or you should do that. Like we we never, because that's not our job. Our job is to to give them the experience of what we read so that they can go home with all of the information we've given them and and find a solution. That's their job. That's, that's what a writer does. So yeah. I think that's another super important piece of this. And I think where we have had writers that didn't really fit in our group is when they are very prescriptive. When they say as if, their way is the only way. This is what you need to do to make this better. And that's just not true. So I think actually go back to some of our episodes that we know we have about how to give and receive notes. And those very much apply to how you should run your writer's group as well.
1: Yeah. And it is very helpful when someone acknowledges that they're giving you a big note. Like, I I really am very grateful if Trent's like, Josh, I have a radical note. I'm just going to throw it out there. Because... It, it's just helpful to know that someone else thinks, oh yeah, this is going to blow up my script, take it or leave it, but, uh, or, you know, this is going to blow up your script, take it or leave it, but here it is. I'm just going to put it there because I was bumping on something. I only bring that up. It, it, it is helpful in delivery of notes to, to say, yeah, this is going to be a big note here. And in our writers group, we'll, we'll actually start with the big stuff. I think usually yeah. someone will say, okay, That's the big true. thing, um, the big thing I bumped on was this and then kind of spirals into other things.
0: Yeah, and then by the end of the meeting, we're typically getting into like page notes, like this line read weird for me, or there's a typo here, like those kinds of yeah. things are really at the end. But you're right, the, the big stuff starts at the beginning.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's that's a big part of of that's that how you give notes is is so frickin' important because it makes people feel safe and makes them want to come back and makes them want to try. Yeah. Um, another thing I think we do really well that's super important is i don't try to make your script into something else so joss brings in his um action comedy and maybe this type of action comedy isn't my thing what and i know that's so not tasha but we'll just pretend for a second (laughs) that it's not my thing and i think your ending is bonkers and i have no idea why you want to do that but you really want to do that that's how you want to do your ending so instead of saying Josh, your ending is bonkers and is wrong. I'm going to start asking you why you want that bonkers ending. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I'm going to add, like, what about it is really important? And if it is, if it is something super important to you, then my job is not to tell you that's not going to work. You need to think of something else. No one is going to buy this script with this ending. It's going to be how do I make the ending you're passionate about actually work? Because... Mm -hmm. I don't want to turn Josh's script into a script I would want to write. That's not my job as a writer's group person. It's how do I make Josh's script that he wants to write, that he's super passionate about, actually work as a script that can be sent to a producer and optioned or sold. And the, the script that can make him money, how do I make the Joshian version of that? And I I have heard a lot of writer's groups that don't work have writers within them who are trying to push their ideology or their version of what makes a good script down to the language, down to, I don't like that you put dashes in here. You need to take them out. It's like, that's mm-hmm. not your job. I, I like dashes. I think they work. I might say, if I don't like your dashes, I might say something like the dashes in here are really making it feel kind of choppy, but that's just me. Like, if, if you want to keep the dashes just to let you know, this is how I feel when you put the dashes in so that when Josh goes home at the end of the night and is going through his notes from writer's group, he can go, yeah, maybe, maybe all these dashes are making it choppy or fuck Tasha, she doesn't know what she's talking about. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm gonna keep these dashes in, but it's up to Josh and that's really an important part of what writers group is.
1: Yeah, that was beautiful. I don't even know what else to say about our group.
0: <laughs> it's the greatest writers group of all time.
1: <laughs> I, you know, it, but it, it just, we, we are fortunate that it, it, we're comfortable with each other and that just comes with it. So if, if you're starting a writers group, just know, there's, there's some growing pains. You're working through things, but just stick with it because it'll be helpful and it holds you accountable.
0: Yeah. I think yeah, be honest with each other. And if you feel like maybe your group needs some adjusting, don't be afraid to have like an all-group meeting. Talk about it. The way we say we sit down with our agents if maybe our career isn't going the way we want it to. You sit down and you kind of readjust and listen to everyone. What are your wants for this group? Where does we feel like this group is failing? And how do we get back on track?
1: hmm I, I have one last thing to add. Yeah. I do think there might need to be one person who kind of steers the ship in terms of someone checking in. So let's just say no one has submitted on Sunday. Surprise, surprise, Tasha might reach out to everyone and say, hey, does anyone have a submission? Which is really funny, because you're the busiest one, yet you still somehow managed to stay on top of this stuff <laughs> and um and uh and it, that that is helpful, I think to always i I don't know how it happened with us or in the group or who was doing it before or what, but it does it does always it is helpful for someone to take the lead, whether it's you or me or Dave or whoever to just say, "Hey, who's submitting this week and then yeah. kind of take it from there
0: That's a really, really good point that we definitely need to bring up because when we have part of something we do in act two is is we do help curate writers groups for people we set people up i do a whole questionnaire i check in with people and one of the things sort of the main thing people ask when they get started is uh how do we lead this thing yeah <laughs> and a lot of people are like i don't want to be captain of this like it's such a it's such an obligation i don't want to do that job and I have two comments on that. One, mm. yes, it's a lot of work. It's it's tough, and I get that you don't want to put that on your plate, but the second thing is, is you really do have to be invested in your writer's group. It really does have to play a big part in your writing life. It's part of your writing career now, and I think if you look at it that way, it's no longer this terrible obligation I have, but it's something that I wrap into all the other things I have to do in my week, right? It's something maybe I even look forward to doing, and yes, I think I've kind of become the de facto captain of of the writers group, checking in to make sure we have submissions, reminding people, hey, we're meeting this this Wednesday, because sometimes we'll like take a Wednesday off because no one submitted, so then, you know, just reminding people that remember (laughs) we're meeting in two weeks now. Sometimes we also have impromptu meetings. So like yeah, like Josh said, someone might not have something that's going to be ready for the in two weeks, but it's ready in one week. And they really need notes on it because they have to get it to their producer by that Thursday. And so we'll be like, yep, all hands on deck. Who can make it? Sometimes some people can't make it for the impromptu ones because they have something else scheduled. And that's fine because we understand that it's an impromptu meeting, right? So... Sometimes, you know, if that's the case, I, as the, I'm, I'm using the word captain, but that's not actually the word we use. We don't have, it's an, inf-
1: it's a very so informal thing. Let, let me but. just say there was someone else. I think it was, I don't even remember. Like someone left the group. We have this one Google, like, you know, that's one other thing. We have a Google thread or like a, a specific email, um, like title for our group. And yeah. so it's we don't Google just groups, the Google groups. I'm sorry. So it's not just one it, it's not an email going out to everybody. And I think that's actually really helpful that there's a Google groups that we're all in. But yeah, when she left, there was someone before us. And then when, when she left, it was like, you're, you're just like send the email. I'm like, sweet, that's handled.
0: I am the captain now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're like, I've been waiting for this moment. Yes
0: my time to shine.
1: <laughs> Who's Wait, submitting? but by the way, I'm going to
0: push back on that. There was no captain before me. Wasn't there? No.
1: I'm just going to say, I thought Fizza, an old group member, created our group name, Oof. which is Lights On, don't ask. And I Ooh. thought she was the one who always did it, and then she bounced out, and then you just kind of took over Lights On.
0: I might take that back. You might be right about that.
1: I, I, I think I am right
0: pour one out for fizz i love you fizz
1: yeah it's like who the fuck is yeah. <laughs> who <are> these people
0: <laughs> um yes so in other words yes you you, you do kind of need a captain to take over and something that i've recommended for groups if they're like i don't want to be a captain i don't have time for it in my schedule it's like okay how about you switch captains every mm. month Oh, you have a new person so that it doesn't feel like such an obligation and that person is only responsible for scheduling, which, by the way, should be minimal because you already know every month yeah. you meet on a Monday or on a Tuesday or whenever it's you meet. Freaking easy. It's just in there already. You're just following up with people, making sure they're on track. Not easy, yeah. but you know, no, okay. it's it's a lot of pieces. It's this is an hour long podcast about writers group. There are a lot of pieces that need to be kind of in place and running smoothly for a writers group to run smoothly, but. It is possible, you can do it, and it's so worth it. This is a huge part of what makes us happy writers uh, and not frustrated, scared writers all the time.
1: Yeah, we could talk about this for three more hours, but I think think we should (laughs) probably not.
0: (laughs) Writers Group Volume (laughs) 2 next
1: week. So we've never talked about this topic before, so we thought it was important. Yeah.
0: But if you have further questions, or if you have specific questions, let's say you have a writer's group right now that you're struggling with or that you want to make work for you better, please email us at actywriters at gmail.com. Uh, mm. and, and, and ask us how 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 we do it or how other writers groups because again i, I talked to a lot of other writers groups and how they function as well um the way we do it might not work for you but the way someone else does might so please reach out to us with any specific or general questions you have about writers groups and we will be happy to answer you via email or over the podcast whichever you are most comfortable with boom quote of the day yeah we're just out now we're just quote of the day you can't fix a bad script after you start shooting the problems on the page only get bigger as they move to the big screen. Howard Hawks. Please remember to rate and subscribe. Follow us at Act Two Writers for more awesome writing stuff. You can follow me, Tasha, at Story Thursday on Instagram or on Twitter at Tasha 3.0. I'm
1: Joshua Hallman on Twitter, Josh Hallman on Instagram.
0: And as always, the Act Two Podcast is a production of Act Two, a network and support group for the everyday working screenwriter. This episode was edited by Paul Lundquist. Music by 414 Bag, which you can find on Spotify.